0: Come join me for a Molly Moment. Life is messy, unpredictable, yet exciting to see where your life will take you. Take a moment to become aware of Christ's presence in you, living out through you in your daily life. Welcome to Molly Moments. Today's podcast is about living stones. When you hear the word church, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? A building? People? People? Sunday school, singing, meeting, potlucks, coffee bar, donuts, family, the word of God. Any of these sound familiar? What else do you think of when you when you hear the word church? After many years of being part of a church, I've observed four different groups of people and their outlook on church. First, you have the naysayers. They have no concept of what church is, they have not been exposed to the possibility have been taught that it's not worth their time. They think church is a crutch. They want nothing to do with it and are not shy about sharing their option and are not shy about sharing their opinion. Their mind is set and only a miracle can change it. Then you have the, I'm taking my ball and going somewhere else to play people. You cannot have a relationship at any level and not get your feelings hurt or you hurt someone else's feelings. It's inevitable. I do not set out to hurt someone's feelings. Unfortunately, I say something or do something that touches a nerve and hurts someone that I had no intentions of hurting. Instead of showing grace and forgiveness, a grudge is formed, bitterness sets in, and anger takes over. The solution has been to leave and go find another church to attend. Sometimes that might be necessary, Sometimes you leave and you go to another church and you take your grudge with you. That's not a good idea. Another group is the status quo. These are people that attend church because it's their routine, their ritual. Growing up, we knew that every Sunday morning and evening, we were going to go to church. We weren't forced in any way or in a negative way. It's just what we did. It was part of our family's routine. The dangerous part of this group is your heart status as the years progress. It's very easy to get into a routine that turns into a rut when growth is stagnant. It becomes rinse and repeat. Your spiritual journey has plateaued and a deeper understanding and relationship with Christ is lacking. It might be time to do something about that. And then finally, you have the all in group of people. These people are sold out for Christ. They desire, yearn, can't get enough of Jesus. Their communication with Jesus is ongoing and seeks out a deeper understanding of who Christ is and who he is to them. They want to be the church, not just show up to a building and listen to a preacher. Their strongest desires is to know Christ and be a living example for him. Where do you see yourself? Maybe you can relate to all of the groups. Maybe you're stuck in one of the groups and you would like to move a little closer to Christ. If I'm honest with myself, I camped out in the status quo group for a while. God has touched my heart through life experiences and has nudged me into the all-in group. I can honestly say that when I grow up, I want to be like Jesus. I will not perfect this on this side of heaven. But it is my goal every day to live for and like Christ. I want to know him more every day. He already knows everything about me. He uniquely created me to be his for all time. My hope is to know him more every day by learning about his true character and how I can be an example of his essence. Jesus does lead and strengthen our relationship one-on-one. We also grow within a family of believers. We need one another. We were created to build each other up, to hold each other accountable. We can't do that alone. We are the body of Christ together. If you think church is just a building, well, you're wrong, said in love. The church is not the building at all. We are the church. His children, beloved believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, we are the church. A couple of weeks ago, I read 1 Peter 2 5. It states that we are his living stones that he is using to build his spiritual temple. My mind has a tendency to think literally before thinking figuratively. So when I first read that and saw the word stone, I thought hard, cold, and heavy. I'm not sure I want to be a living stone if, it ha- if I have to be hard, cold, and heavy. That does not sound appealing. Then I put the terminology in reference to the time and audience in which it was spoken to. Back in the days of Christ, buildings, more specifically the temple were built of stone. Before Christ came to earth, believers entered a temple to present their sacrifices to God. Since Christ came, died, rose, and gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit, we have become the living temple of Christ. Because Christ is within us. We no longer have to go to a designated building to encounter God. Because God is within us, we encounter Him every moment of every day. We are His temple in motion. An individual stone set in the middle of a field is a nuisance and has no purpose. Yet, as stones are placed and fit together, they create a beautiful, strong, sturdy, immovable structure that cannot be torn down. We are his living stones building upon each other. We need those who support us for guidance and wisdom. We need those beside us as we support one another, as we walk in the journey along the way together. We also need the ones above us to nurture and guide as they become stronger in who they are in Christ. We are his mobile temple, temple in motion. I mentioned in a previous blog that my oldest son graduated from high school. His graduation party is coming up, and I've been in the swing of things of getting things ready. I've been working on a home improvement project. I wanted it finished in time for the party. It will be ready just in time. It has involved painting the ceiling and walls. Painting is not one of my favorite things to do. I do not have a steady hand and am a sloppy painter. Forget about trimming and not getting paint where it's not supposed to be. Give me a roller and a wall, and I'm good to go. I have a precious friend who knows this about me and volunteered her painting skills to help me out. Two late nights later, and the painting was complete. In preparing the menu and how I was going to set it up, I was picking the brand of another dear friend who has catered many meals over the years. With her ideas and supplies, I have the food and the cookware needed to feed an army. Neighbors also had their oldest graduate and had her party before ours. The support that has been given is only a small example of his living temple in motion. At one point in time, we have all experienced or been a part of one of the four groups listed above over time at our own pace. We have gravitated to Christ. Therefore we have gravitated to one another and are living stones for Christ. My friends, What does your living stone for Christ look like? Are you surrounded by other living stones for Christ and being the living, breathing church of Christ? I hope so because we are not created to be contained to a building. We are created to grow and flourish and build each other up. Let's be his living example to the naysayers. Seeing our example may sway them to wanting to know what we know or who we know. What a miracle that would be. Thanks for sharing a moment with me. We are in this, building our living stones together, in him. They graciously offered tables, chairs, and decorations. When I had moments of doubt that I could pull this off, encouragement and offers poured in just at the right time. Thanks for sharing a moment with me. We are in this together, in him.